Where's Aquafina? Huh? We said we are in contact with someone who someone knows her. We can ask her again at the gala, maybe? Yeah, maybe we'll run into her. I'll bump you into her. I'll push you on accident. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Oh my you gosh, push are you? her and I catch her. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 11th ever offline TV podcast. I'm Disguised Toast. And today I'm joined by one of the newer members of offline TV, Miss... What's your name? No, no, I know it's Jody Corjade, but is that your real name? Jody? Jody. Yeah. J-O-D-I. It's J-O-D- not short for... Why? Okay, I don't know. I've gotten this question my whole life. They're like, oh, is Jody short for something? I'm like, what would Jody be for short for? Jodeth. Do, do you Jodana. think that... <laughs> no, I, my name is Jody. J-O-D-I. Um, my last name is a secret. So... But that is my real name, Jody. Wow. Four letters. There's not a lot of people with four letters. Name one. Go ahead. Lily. John. Yeah, that's it. There's only three of us. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's only three of us in the world. You always think it's short for something, right? Mike. Mike. Mike? Nobody names their child Mike, M-I-K-E, legally. Sorry, Mikes. (laughs) You're a fucking weirdo if your name is Mike. I feel like most people are named Michael. Yeah, most people are named Mike. And then they shorten it to Mike. Mike, yeah. But what kind of parents name their kids Mike? Great. Yeah, and John is Mike. like short for Jonathan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that John? No. John is just John? John. Okay. But yeah, I'm joined by Jody. Welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. This is your first ever offline TV podcast. I was about to rebuttal, like not rebuttal, but I was also going to welcome you. You know when like you go to the store and you're like, they like check you out, you know, and they're like, have a good day. Like, hope you enjoy your clothes. Like you too. You know what I mean? But they didn't buy any clothes. I was going to do that. Uh, yeah. But I do appreciate it because not a lot of guests ask how I'm doing. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's been a rough few weeks. But, uh. You wanna talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want, let's flip it around. You're the host. Yeah. I'm the <clears> host. <throat> All right, kick it off. So, Toast, I heard that you had a lot, you know, a lot going on the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, I uh, came back on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, a couple Congrats, of weeks ago. Congrats, by the thank, way. Thank you, thank you. I was really excited. Yeah, about warm that. welcome from Twitch, I saw. Yeah, and um, I've been streaming on Twitch for a couple of weeks, and it's really hard. Hmm. Um, people expect like certain content all the time, and sometimes I just want to relax and play games with my friends, but they don't like that. But then the viewership goes down when I do do that. So I kind of feel like I have this need to provide great content all the time. And it's giving me a lot of anxiety. Mm. Yeah. Well, your Apex tournament was great. Oh. I think that a lot of people liked that and enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I also think that people really enjoyed just like your late night Valorant streams. I heard that you did a 24-hour stream the other day for no reason. Oh, yeah. No, I, um, I just decided to uh, do 24 hours because I, I woke up really late at night. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel so unproductive. So I did a 24-hour stream. I wish that when I felt unproductive, I would do 24 What do you do when streams. you're productive? When I'm productive? When you feel unproductive. Um, I usually just indulge in whatever I want to do. And then I just hope that the next day I'm feeling better. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot. You read? Yes, I do. But it's like I binge read. Mm-hmm. I kind of like a binge person in general so i'll go a little bit of time without like reading or like whatever it is that i'm interested in and then i'll go through these moments that i just binge and right now i'm reading like this series and a bunch of books and back into reading and i will do nothing else what's the series it's called blood from blood and ash it sounds like one of those young adult novels 
Um, if you are above the age of 18, you can definitely read it. I wouldn't recommend it to you. It's a little spicy. <laughs> Is it one of those adult novels? Um, it's definitely more adult themed, mm -hmm. but it's not erotica. Is but it is pretty smutty. Is the main character a girl? Mm -hmm. And is there multiple guys or just one guy? Just one main character guy. Mm -hmm. It's actually really interesting. Do you read? No, not generally. I feel like people don't read it too much these days. Yeah, I don't really like talk or bond to many people. The only other person that I know reads as much as I do is Brooke. Mm -hmm. And we like bounce off book recommendations to each other. So why reading? Why not play games why not go watch a tv show play tft um i've always read like ever since i was younger i think because my mom read a lot like okay this, um <clears throat> when i would when my, my mom would go grocery shopping and she like dropped me off at barnes and noble and i would always like go to the manga section mm -hmm. um and that's when my obsession with vampire night um happened <laughs> and so i've always read and it started with like a little bit of manga and then a little bit of whatever my mom was reading and would recommend me and then it's kind of just been that way ever since got it and speaking of your mom so we have this segment i did this uh segment on stream yesterday it's called guess that asian did you hear about it no it's very simple. what i did was i had viewers submit pictures of themselves asian people okay and i tried to guess which country they're from so you mentioned your mom and I remember doing this with John a couple of weeks ago where I tried to guess if his mom or his dad was the age one because you're mixed. Yes. But we actually don't know which is the Asian. Mm. Which so is I'm the... half Chinese, half Norwegian. Mm -hmm. That's all I'll give you. So with John, I went with the strategy, strategy that white people steal Asian women. <laughs> I think it's a pretty safe bet. So... <laughs> I think it'll work here as well. I'm going to guess your dad is white and your mom's Asian. No. <gasps> my mom is Norwegian and my dad is Chinese. Both of them are like, I think it's like 98%. They like took that DNA test, you know? <laughs> Round of applause for Jody's dad living the American dream. <laughs> so how did they meet? Um, I think that they met through work. Like she was working at the front desk of wherever he was working. I think it ended up being a bet or something. Like, um... My, my dad, I don't remember really the story, but something about like my dad was interested in my mom, but my mom's coworker liked my dad. And then she's like, oh, I could go out with David. No problem. And then, um, now they're married. Wow. She went out with him on a bed and now there. Supposedly. I'm not really sure. Wow. From what I know. Okay. And what was upbringing? How did you get involved in gaming? I have been gaming since I can remember. My parents actually game. So mm -hmm. my, like, what does my brother? Um, I think they probably bought, I don't know. I think like our first console is the N64. My dad had it. And then um, we like played like GoldenEye and Mario Kart and things like that. And then the Xbox 360 came out. We played Halo as like a family. Mm -hmm. um, my brother was like incredibly good at games growing up. So it was always like us three against him because we could not beat him. Um, and then that was really just like the catalyst of everything. And then I started having my own consoles and yeah. Now, how did you start getting into streaming? I was at PAX West. You just went to PAX <clears throat> West for fun well, as a gamer fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I went to PAX West. That was in, like, I, I don't remember. I met someone in college and they were also into gaming. They're like, oh yeah, PAX West. And I'm like, I don't know the, how that is. And they're, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, well, like I have a ticket for you if you want to go. So I went, I went with my ex-boyfriend at the time and like I walked past the Twitch 
like booth and it was mm-hmm. huge. And I was like, what is this? It's huge. Um, and my ex-boyfriend was like, oh, it's Twitch. It's like a live streaming platform. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like what, live stream, huh? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <fucking movie>. <laughs> I didn't really like, I have never seen live streaming. Like I didn't understand. And he's like, people just watch people play video games. I'm like, you live stream? I was like, how do you live stream that? I was like, I just didn't understand it at all. But then, um, I also had never had a PC, so I only was a console gamer until I worked in the IT department of my campus. Mm-hmm. Um, built a computer, all that stuff. My ex-boyfriend did as well, and we started gaming. He started streaming first, and I oh. would watch his streams. I was like, this is so fun. And I was like, there's so many moments in games where you pop off, and you, like, you like go to school, and you're like, dude, I like like won before this team, blah, 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 and no one believes you. And then... I was like, now you get to see it. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, this is super fun. And you get to talk to people. And then I started streaming. Oh, how much views did he have when he started out? I have or no like, idea. No. I don't remember. It was like 15. Mm-hmm. And then you started streaming. Yeah. And you guys were both streaming. Yes. Okay. And then next big thing was streamer camp, right? I would say that, yeah, that was the, like the biggest thing. Yeah. But wh- how'd you get linked up to streamer camp? I, I just kind of was streaming. I followed everybody. Like Mm -hmm. I was so interested in the streamer world. Um, Did you follow me? I followed everybody in the stream world. Including, and of course, and (laughs) okay, honestly, I followed a lot of girls because that was really the content that I was watching. It sounds like you didn't follow me is what you're saying. I don't know what you're, what's leading you to believe that at all. Hey guys, it's me, sponsor Yvonne. Toast is doing a 40 hour stream today, so I guess I'll be taking over. The holidays are here. Did you guys get all of your gift shopping done yet? And if not, and wait a second, it says if you're procrastinating like me, I don't procrastinate here. Who wrote the script? Okay, well, regardless, this might be the perfect choice for you. Today, I'm here with E-Tech City's cordless neck back massager. And do you know anyone who could use a massage, but you don't want to be the one to give it to them? Or maybe you're the one who wants a massage and nobody wants to give you one. Well, if you order today on Amazon, it'll arrive before Christmas. So click the link in the description below. And by the way, Kasori, E-Tech City, and Lavoy are all sister companies. All right, that's all. Now let's get back to the podcast. Um. Anyways, so I'm, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> I'm not sure when I followed you. I have no idea. Probably <laughs> when I met you, I think. But I followed a lot of the girls. So at the time, I was just streaming. And then I got a Twitter notification, I think. Actually, I wasn't streaming. I was on campus. Uh, I got a Twitter notification from like, I think it was Leslie, Jamie, Jam- I don't remember exactly who, mm. but apparently they were watching one of my streams and they're no, like, this girl's so cute. We love her. She's like so great. We love her lighting. And they were tweeting me. They're like, oh my God, you're so cute. We love your lighting. Where's your lighting from? And that was kind of everything. It was really lucky. Um, Why do you say yeah. lucky? Um... Because what are the chances that a streamer that are many successful streamers, like look at your stream who probably has 30 viewers and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. do you remember what you were playing? Uh, League. League of Legends. Uh, might've been PUBG actually. Okay. I can't remember. League or PUBG. It was League in PUBG, that timeline. 30 viewers and then they came across your stream and reached out for streamer camp. Let's see. Uh, reached out. Then I'm. I took a vacation during spring break to California, I, I believe. That was when I met everyone in real life. I like went to an OTV party. You went to an OTV <clears throat> party? Wow, you don't remember? I you don't do remember not meeting remember. me? I, cause I, what, which party? It was at the old house. Was it a New Year's um, party? No, it was just like some random party. I mean, it was during spring break. So that was, uh, I haven't been to school in a while. Uh, I don't know when this, whatever, anytime. And you guys just had a random party. Um, 
And I think it was Leslie who invited me. Got it. Leslie's not in part of the OTV house. I don't know what she's doing inviting people. Sorry, Leslie, I just threw in the bus. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I came, met everybody, and that was really great. Because I didn't really like have friends in college. I was just like truly just studying the whole time. Um, so yeah, it was like a it was like a new experience. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then streamer camp and then uh, what was your experience like with streamer, streamer camp? camp? Yeah. It was amazing. I had never collaborated with anyone like that other than playing games, mm-hmm. but I was pretty solo streaming. Like I never really had a squad to play with. I would constantly play with like my community or I was just randomly like solo queuing PUBG and stuff like that. So I didn't really um, collaborate too much. Like it was really rare. So then when I got to collaborate in person, I was like, this is amazing. I love this. And I just felt really fulfilled, I guess is the word. I remember being really euphoric. Like I cried at the end of streamer camp being like, I'm friends, like this is the greatest thing of my life. So I was really, it was like a really great experience overall. Did you have any anxiety going to streamer camp? Like having to do IRL stuff all with all these strangers, all these other streamers, or were you really comfortable with stuff like that? I don't think I had anxiety mm. with this, like the idea of doing things with strangers or whatever. I think I was more just anxious of people on other people's stream liking me mm-hmm. and also trying to showcase my personality. Cause I mean, that's a lot of people. It is. And you're try, try, trying to, I guess, take advantage of the opportunity without share, like you want to share the spotlight and stuff. I don't know. Yes. But that was where my anxiety was really rooted, but not in, in the sense that I was like n- anxious about like collaborating or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you're part of OTV. Yeah. How, how does that feel? Does this <clears throat> still really surreal? Really? Cause I've been yeah. part of OTV for a while. It's <laughs> like, it's really, it's really, it's not that great. Well, I you guys announced OTV and I, I think I was on campus as well and it was like holy shit like I don't know and I remember when I got invited to the OTV party I'm like I have an OTV party like it's surreal mm-hmm. it's really not that cool <laughs> yeah I'm, now that I'm here it's really yeah now that you've yeah. been here like what, yeah. what what have your feelings experienced anything change or everything is pretty much the same I'm busy I feel a very lot busier, busy. right? With this like podcast, for example. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. We'll cut into your schedule. It's a good busy. It's a good busy. Yeah. I, I always like, I, I never want to feel like I'm complaining about being busy because I think that being busy is like a, a good sign of success. So, but I am busy trying to learn how to balance life. Were you this busy when OTV started Toast? Oh, when I first joined OTV, well, I joined OTV like I think one year into it. And I'll be honest, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing (laughs) when I arrived. They were doing the dumbest shit. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? But you still joined. I got tricked into (laughs) joining, man. I was supposed to just sleep over for like a weekend for TwitchCon. And then they're like, okay, tomorrow we're going to film your uh, announcement video. Yeah, what? and I it was I was a I was really awkward back then, and I was like I don't want to say like what? Oh, I not I don't I I don't know you guys, it's complete strangers. Like I met Scara once, and the old manager like a couple times, and I met Lily once, and it's just like okay, well you're gonna be living with this, you're gonna be joining our group, and I how did how did how was this not discussed? With you, at least. Yeah, I was I was flabbergasted, um, but 
it was just like, what do you even say at that point? It's like, uh, no, I'm not going to join you guys. I was only here for the weekend. Yeah, I think you say exactly that. Yeah, probably that, <laughs> but uh, that well, worked out. Hopefully, I hope. Yeah, yeah, it worked <laughs> out. It worked out. Um, but uh, yeah, that was my experience. It was cool because I'm very shy and introverted. Um, and it was just a lot of existing streamers. A lot of the people there have been streaming longer yeah. than me. But I had the most viewers because I was the most popular. And I was really good at games. Of course. So it was a very weird dynamic where like I'm coming into this ecosystem and man was the ecosystem bad then like because there was so little viewership amongst everyone everyone was just like i need every single Holy piece of like clout i can get every viewer is so important to me like nowadays it's pretty easy going because our community is huge right and there's like i would say hundreds of thousands of fans that kind of just rotate around all the streamers and everyone knows each other like all my fans know who you are. Your fans probably know who I am. And like, they watch you, they watch me. So uh, it feels a lot safer mm. um, to know that there's a support network behind. But back then, I remember it was so awkward at times because there would be streamers that shared the same audience. Like 90% of mm. their viewers are shared with their roommates. And it just creates these weird dynamics where, yeah. oh, if they're streaming, then I can't stream. And like where all the jokes from one streamer carries over to the next one. And you kind of don't have your own identity. Mm. So yeah, that was um, <clears throat> the very beginning of uh, my experience with OTV. But it was like the Wild, wild West. Like um, all that shipping content. Like we didn't really know what was going on, but th the viewers loved that shit. Yeah. Uh, were you watching back then? It was the Wild West. It was the Wild West, right? It really was. It's like, you don't really know what you're doing. You just know, wow. Yeah. You're, you're getting a lot of attention. It's like, I love this. But it's like, is this getting out of control? Yeah. Like, at what point is this for content? At what point is this like... And yeah, it was... Uh... Did you collaborate with people prior to OTV? No, like... I, I hate my competition um, before coming to California. Like I would, I despise all other Hearthstone streamers because they're competition, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to crush them because there's no collaboration in Hearthstone. It's a 1v1 game. You gain no benefit <laughs> by being nice to other Hearthstone streamers. <laughs> okay. You ever feel that way? <clears throat> no. No? You don't see other like Valorant streamers as like, this, this guy, I'm better than him. No. Why? Um... I don't know. How, how would I pinpoint why I don't feel a certain <laughs> way? <laughs> don't you feel competitive? You, you're a very competitive person. I feel competitive if it affects me directly, but mm. I guess I do not feel like the success of others directly affects me. But those are your viewers. But they're not. But they could be, and they're taking them. But, but that's the... It's not like, um, I guess it's kind of like I just... Maybe I I should view it this way, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I don't. I kind of just view streaming as like this push and pull, like the grind, but also the luck and opportunity of it and being an opportunist. But I also want to have a balance in my life where I don't let stream consume me, mm -hmm. which I think is really easy. 
So I think that I could probably really feel this way or like view people like that, but I think it would be too consuming for me at least. You don't want to spend time thinking about how much you hate the other streamers. Yeah, I'm good. Got it. Let me ask you something as a woman. Coming from a woman. <laughs> yeah. You say that. <laughs> as a woman, which you are. Mm-hmm. You're um, correct. So I would say you're like the best female Valorant streamer. Wow. Okay. But like when you hear stuff like that, because when it comes to the gaming scene, like people make a very big distinction between guys and girls. It's like, oh my God, a girl streamer versus yeah. like a guy streamer, right? And you've experienced that. The negative side, I'm sure a lot when you play yeah. Valorant, like when you use voice chat, when you type, it's like a lot of misogyny <laughs> just comes flying out just because, hey, you're a girl in the space, right? But when people compliment, I swear. So I know I was giggling bug. and he's like the misogyny in the game and I'm giggling because there's a fly <laughs> around his face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm so but when people even compliment you, it's like, yeah, you're like the best female Valorant streamer, for example. Like, and when we do award shows, like, oh yeah, she's one of the top female, blah blah, blah top females, blah blah. Um, how does that make you feel? That they have to qualify with like mm. gender, the number one, because when it comes to gaming, men and women have a very different experience. Like yeah. even on their way up, like the challenges women face will never be faced by men, right? Mm -hmm. So there are merits to like separating the two experiences because it's not one-to-one. But at the same time, it's like, is it good to qualify things like, oh, she's the top female streamer Mm -hmm. versus just she's one of the best streamers, flat out? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, part of me is like, okay, it's amazing to be recognized because I think that it's oftentimes that we're not. Mm -hmm. It does feel like a a jab. It's kind of like, I don't even know. I just, I don't know the feeling. It's like you feel really proud, but at the same time, you're like, oh, but I wouldn't stand a chance. Like if you were to compare me to any guy, you would choose them to be better than me. Mm -hmm. Whether it be for skill or entertainment or whatever, it wouldn't matter like it all comes down to gender which i which i hate like i yeah yeah but i think like those comments are not always like i think if somebody's like oh you're like the best female valorant streamer which that's like a really big shoe to fill in the first place but i always know that those individuals are coming from like a really good spot yeah but it's kind of like <laughs> okay kind of you know mm-hmm. it like doesn't feel great but it doesn't I understand. All right. But I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? Yeah. Because you want to be just known as the best Valorant player, best Valorant streamer, right? I don't know if I want to be known as the best. Mm-hmm. That would require a lot of skill and time that I, I don't think that I have invested into the game. I would like to be recognized as a really great Valorant streamer, mm-hmm. whether that is dependent on skill or like the entertainment of it. But I like this idea that I am good enough to be good enough, you know, like in terms of making good games, but also like hoping that my personality shines through Mm -hmm. as well. And that is what I hope is what makes a good Valorant content creator, I guess. When people are like, oh, you're you're a great female. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because I know a lot of girls look up to you as a role model in the scene. Like uh, on social media, I think everyone always, especially in the 
girl community, like everyone praises you because you don't really tolerate like any sexism, any misogyny. Because when I watch you play Valorant, like inevitably at some point something sexist comes flying yeah. out, and your your response is usually very uh very like <laughs> shut the fuck up kind of deal. Um, yeah, I'm pretty aggressive when it comes to that. I've had a lot of girls this past year come to me and they're like, you inspire me. I got into Valent because of you. I play Reyna because of you. And like you have proven to me that I like deserve a space in mm -hmm. the gaming scene, yeah. whether I'm good or bad at video games. And that is like what fulfills me the most. That likewise what makes me even want to continue to play competitive games. And there's a bug on your face. <laughs> you were saying. Um, <laughs> um, I don't remember the question. You're what are we talking about? <laughs> Were you always like this or did you have to like learn to be like this? Like what? Sorry. Um, like to take no shit from sexist. Ah, I think I have been a take no shit individual for most of my life, mm -hmm. but not, um, maybe I like would feel that way, but I didn't have the voice to say it. But my moral compass has always been like, kind of thing when I see like someone wronged or someone like talked down upon, especially in the way that like by chat will occasionally talk to me. Um, and I mean, it's not like I started standing up for myself or others. Like I didn't think that people would be inspired by it. I didn't think that would be like, yeah, fuck yeah, girl boss gang bang shit, you know? <laughs> um, but I, I was just sick of it. Like, I was so fucking sick of it. I remember I hit plat or something in Valor, and I had so many people in my chat. You're not plat. You're so fucking bad. And I was like, bitch. And I was like, I'm hitting immortal. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to get so fucking good at this game. Sorry, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? You are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit is three F-bombs. But um, while I wish that that determination came from, like, a more, I don't know, pure... I guess, motivation. No, I was just like mad. I was just like, I deserve a space in the gaming scene and you're not going to listen to me if I'm bad at this game. And I hate that I had to get good in order for people to listen to me. But as long as I have the platform that I have and that I am good at this game, I will continue to like use it and hope to just reassure others like, you don't have to be good at a game. You can play They're for fun and everybody else is just sucks. Shut up. Shut up. Like I hate when people come to my channel and think, hey, girls are bad at games. But yeah. I thankfully, I don't see it that much anymore. Probably because people know if you come into my chat and you be saying shit, I'm yeah. going to bite your neck off. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed for myself, like I like bantering with people, like when I play with Yvonne and Lily and it's like, it's fun to kind of just like yell at them or flame them. Like I would flame like any guy friend, any girlfriends. Mm -hmm. But the problem then becomes like when I do flame like my girl, like friends, girl space friends, <laughs> like when they do bad, as we all do, like if someone whiffs an oh, someone misses a shot, it's normal to just kind of give them some shit, right? To troll them. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to girls, it's like you would do that. And then some people in like my chat would be like, yeah, girls are fucking bad at games. It's like, <laughs> that's, I'm just, I'm just flaming like a friend. And now you made a sexist thing. And it kind of sucks because it kind of conditions me. It's like, mm. I want to joke around with my friend, but I can't do that because there are sexist like people in the chat that would use that as an opportunity. Well, Toast said it and Toast is yeah, a smart yeah. guy. So I guess girls are bad at game. Um, it was a lesson I had to learn. Um, like when I was 
you know, playing with a uh, more prominent female streamers. And it's just like, I ha I said some things like, uh, what was it? They were playing a character in League of Legends that was kind of cheesy and they, they popped off. I'm like, yeah, but you were playing like Annie, for example. It's like pretty tame shit talk, just giving your, your friend like a hard time. But mm -hmm. I remember after it's like, hey, you know, I know you were joking, yeah. but just, you know, some a comment like that people will weaponize against yeah. me to discredit me. And it kind of sucks, right? Yeah. So more of the story, don't be sexist. So that I, Yeah. So I can flame my friends equally because I believe in gender equality. I do think that you should flame your friends equally. I but, do. But while, I wish I could, right? I understand like the implication. Like I know chat's going to... Okay, the, well, hmm. yeah, it's, it's really hard. what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like you could very easily just like, Fuck you guys. Like girls are going to games. These are my friends and we're going to banter. If you don't understand what banter is, then fuck off. Yeah. Okay. But you don't have to be as aggressive, but, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but <clears throat> this idea, I understand like how complicated it is, but just like for me, I would want you to banter with me. I wouldn't mm -hmm. want you to treat me differently because I'm a girl and, but I would also want you to understand that it could be weaponized and that you would be willing to take maybe that extra step mm -hmm. to like, yeah, guys, you guys suck. Stop, stop being sexist in chat. Yeah. Because people wouldn't listen to you. You know, boys, you have a responsibility in the gaming space to make it as safe for the ladies as possible. Any guy that stands up for any girl in a voice com, I think, I mean, it's happened to me. It's <clears throat> always super appreciated. So. Mm -hmm. so that's a good point because sometimes I don't do that because yeah. I don't want to come off as... Don't worry, lady. I got this. <laughs> sit, sit, sit down. I'll defend you against this sexist man. Because um, I've had this talk with Pokey before and she said, you know, I appreciate a guy voice. And like my original thinking was like, well, I don't want to be like, hey, she can't defend herself because mm -hmm. she's a woman. So let me step in and speak for her. I kind of like let her like fight her battle. Mm -hmm. But we've talked in the past and she's like, she appreciates that. But sometimes, especially in the gaming space, she does need like some guys to say something on her yeah. behalf and that's crazy because like, it's pokemon right she's like one of the boss girl bitches right <laughs> but even she was shirt. <laughs> yeah. but even she was like hey you know every now and then like if you feel like it i yeah. appreciate it just because you're a guy and i'm a girl so what's the thought process behind that i wish that more guys in the scene were outspoken mm -hmm. because no matter what I say, no matter what I do, no matter how good I am at a game, some men will just not listen to me. Like they, my opinion and my skill does not matter. They will just make up some excuse and I'm just like another whatever in their ear. Mm -hmm. But to hear it from someone, especially like disguised toast, like someone that I'm sure they would respect or like at least listen to would be... I think anyone would feel really good about it, but I can't understand how someone would feel maybe like, oh, he's like trying to like take my, or pick my battle for me or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I would rarely think that that would be how people feel. I think if anything, people would be really grateful Damn. because I don't think that we receive that kind of help a lot. Now, before we move on to the next segment of the podcast, I just want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor, Kasori, for providing... I can't lift my... 
these foot massages that we've been using the whole time <laughs> because we treat our guests and hosts real good here. They get their foot massage all the time with these foot massagers. So if you want to get one for the holidays, check out the link in the description below and have your foot massaged today. So are you attending the gala? Um, I don't know. I didn't know that it was today. I thought today was Wednesday. So I... Today's you Saturday. thought today was Wednesday. I thought today was Wednesday. So I'm now learning it's Saturday, this right? This was recorded on a Saturday. You are three days off. Thank you for pointing it out. <laughs> um, yeah, so my schedule is just a little off. So I was not prepared. I don't know if I'm... I'm honestly might just go home and read. You know what? Okay, for those who don't know, we got invited to not a gala... But the after party of God. So we didn't make the actual event. We made the after party of the event. We're not cool enough for the actual gala, but the after so party. So the gala has a very famous celebrities, Asian celebrities. I'm talking John Cho, Sandra Oh, Steven Yuan, Simu Liu, Nikki, the performer. Like all the Asian who's who's of Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. But we're not invited. Mm-hmm. But we are invited to the after party off that event. Well, I think technically we could have gone, but it's like $25,000 for a table. I feel like you're just buying the table at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you should have done it. To sit in the same <laughs> space as those famous celebrities? Yes. Oh, You're probably in a back table too. Yeah, like, <laughs> Can't even way. see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to walk up to their table and say, hey man, big fan. <laughs> Um, so now I'm thinking because to them, we're just normal people, mm -hmm. right? It's like, we're the lesser Asians of course, and they're the yes. higher tier of Asians. So I'm thinking, this is what I've been getting into the mindset of. Let's say this was TwitchCon where we would be the top dogs. God, okay. Right. And there was an after party where the lesser streamers, like the people who get 50 viewers, a hundred viewers, and they're looking to talk to us. How would someone approach me in that situation that makes me want to talk to them so that I can have that same approach going to a celebrity event? Does that make sense? I don't know how to talk to celebrities. Yes, but <laughs> how would fans talk to you to make you want to talk to them? Right? I mean... I'm trying to think of after every TwitchCon after party, mm -hmm. people are just like huddled around um, people that they know. Right. It's like more so you just get, a, you just meet people's acquaintances. Okay. You have to have someone on the inside toast. You need to know someone famous that's going, who knows the other person that's famous, and then you can stand in the same circle as them, and then maybe they'll make eye contact with you. Oh, okay. You were a small streamer once. Mm -hmm. See, I never had that luxury. Because mm -hmm. I went from a huge YouTube channel to a huge stream right away. Yeah. So wow. I don't know what it's like to be a small yeah. stream. But you mm -hmm. had that experience. Absolutely. So how did you talk to big streamers and become their friends? Well, actually, they reached out to me and talked to me. So Fuck. maybe, maybe you'll get the same treatment someday. So I need to wait until a mainstream agent celebrity reach out to me. Yeah. So what's the point of me attending this event? Good point. Maybe there's some good food. Honestly, I feel like after parties are going to have some good there food. Would be and good some food. great cocktails. I don't know if I'm going to go. Why not? 
Because I have yeah. to go home? I got to go put on a dress? You can just wear this. You look great. But this is not. They said it's like a red, t- red tie, black tie event. I don't think they'll be that strict <laughs> on the ladies. There's no way that I'm going to go to event. One, okay, underdressed mm-hmm. ever in my life. Two, there, if there's a bunch of famous Asian people, as you say, I'm not showing up in a turtleneck crop sweater. You are wearing <laughs> green. That's like jade. Asian people love jade. <laughs> You're right. I'll wear my jade, all my jade jewelry. Yeah, wait a jade stuff. They're like, oh, so Asian. <laughs> my grandmother would be very proud. <laughs> so are you coming? I don't know. I have to go all the way home. I have to get dressed and I have to go all the way there by myself. The event's going to be in one hour. You don't have time to go downtown. And they're closing the door at 11. It's either this or nothing. What if we just get someone, get a driver to bring your dress here? That's pretty smart, Brennan. That could work. Yeah, because you're also in the neighborhood already. We're very close to the event. It's like a 10-minute drive. Yeah, this podcast has suddenly turned into um, like uh, peer pressure <laughs> to go to the cock. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. This podcast is going to come out in four days. Okay. And once it comes out, everyone's going to be like, so Jody, how was the event? Who'd you meet? What pictures did you take? And you would have to explain to them how you didn't go meet famous Asian celebrities. <laughs> do you want to do that? Or do you want to tell them, <laughs> I had a blast. I met Steven Yuen. I met John Cho. And now, you know, we're friends. Do you want to tell that story? Do you think story? I'm really going to be friends with some famous a- Asian people after this? Are we going to end up in Shang-Chi 2 together? You, 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 don't, <laughs> don't take my thing. <laughs> That's the most offensive thing any guests have said to me on this podcast. Okay. It's all yours. I don't it's even want it. It's my thing. All right. You can you can also be an extra if you I want. don't want it. You don't want to be an extra? No. You don't think it's a worthy dream to have and dedicate your entire life around? I never said that. Then why don't you want to be an extra? It's it's an honor to be an extra no, in Shang-Chi too. It's I'm just incredibly busy. Okay, that's understandable. So you wouldn't want to be in Shang-Chi too? I'd do it. That's a trick question! <laughs> but I think we will be friends with uh, some Asian celebrities at some point. Like, I don't want to say too much now because it's fucking cringe. If it ever becomes like I am friends with them, someone's going to feel like, oh, clip this. yeah, this clip this. this. Like, yo, this guy's a fucking you're a fanatic of you. Don't be his friend kind of deal. <laughs> Because if it turns out, like, for example, I see a clip of Broden from, like, three years ago. It's like, yeah, I'm a big disguised toast fan. I hope I can be, like, really close with him one day. That would freak me out to see that clip. Yeah, but then Broden would prove that he's, like, so talented, you know, worthy to be working alongside OTV. You know, maybe you could just be like, look, at, I know how to play Hearthstone. Look at all the skill that I have. Uh, or I'm just an expert social climber <laughs> yeah. that I can claim it and then hit it. <laughs> The hardest thing would be if they met me with the, with the feeling that I'm a fan, mm. right? Because that, that's just a very different power dynamic. Like if I'm at a meet and greet and like a fan came up to me, that's like, oh, you know, oh, you're a fan. Let me put you in this category. But if, it, if they came at me, it's like, yo, what's up, man? Yeah, I've seen your work. Yo, I'm like this X and X famous person. It's like, oh, okay. So we're like peers kind of deal. So if they put me in that fan bucket, I'm just fucked from the beginning. So that's I wonder if that's true. That's true. I want, is it? Or like you approach someone and you know, maybe you're not a crazed fan, but you're like, I love your work. You inspire me. I love everything you do. I want do. a picture. Do you think asking for a picture would be too fanish? You know what you can do? You have some, you, okay, this is, you bring someone in and then they'd be like, oh, can I get a photo of you two together? And then you don't even, you know, you don't suggest it, but you get it anyways. 
Why do you know this? I don't know. I just came up with it. Are you sure? You've never done this before? I don't know. It's a brilliant fucking plan. It is. It's a brilliant no, plan. No, it is. And then you just have that person keep taking photos like, okay, you two now together? And they pretend to be, they pretend to be a photographer. Oh my <laughs> God. We take this a is fancy brilliant. camera. <laughs> no! Oh, okay. 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 I'm going tonight. We're taking a fancy <laughs> camera. We're getting photos of everyone. <laughs> oh, we got a plan. When this comes out, they're going to see all the pictures we've taken. Okay. So I'll bring the fancy camera. How are we going to set that up? Okay. Let's say, okay. When you replay through this. Okay. John Cho, you know, you know who John Cho is, right? I don't know the names of anyone. Okay, uh, the, the newest Cowboy Bebop, the main guy. Oh. He's also Harold and Kumar, that guy. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Sandro. Uh, she's Grey's Anatomy. Um, I don't know names of anyone, regardless if they are Asian or any. No one. <laughs> Randall Park. Oh, who? Okay, no, go, go, keep going. I was going to say, I recently mixed up Tom. Tom Hanks? Hiddle. Tom Hiddleston. Hidden, Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Which one is that? Loki. Yeah. Never mind. The other one. The one that's dating Zendaya. Zendaya. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I Spider thought Man. that, okay, so I thought that Tom Holland was Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle is Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know the, I do not know the names of anyone. Shang-Chi. The, the actor. The mo- I don't know. Have you seen Shang-Chi? I don't remember. Yes. I don't remember any names unless like it, t- unless I meet you and we have interacted like, and I read your name often. I'm re- like, I'm terrible Do you I'm know any names. famous Asian celebrities? Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even watch Rez, but my dad will talk about him all the time growing up. So, um. Right, hypothetically, Yao <laughs> Ming's at this party and you want a picture with him. How, how do you set it up? I would be in his vicinity. Okay, yeah, he's at the bar, and you're like at the yeah, other yeah. side. Yeah, but my back would be to him. Okay. Okay, because yeah, yeah, you're like because oh, I'm casual. Oh, I don't yeah, even know he's yeah, there. I mean, who's that? Um, hopefully, someone with a fancy camera that we've you know placed in this party comes up, be like, "Hey, can I get a photo of you too?" Just for, you know. Isn't he gonna be like, "Why am I taking a photo with this?" And girl? then I and then no, no, no. Then the photographer's gonna be like, "Oh, one more with you too," and then one more. With you. Great, thank you. Have a great night. And that's it. Yeah. That's not going to make you friends with Yao Ming, though. It's just going to get you a picture. No, and then I turn around and be like, oh, hey, what are you drinking? Brilliant. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Oh, that's that a- looks good. Maybe I'll order that. Ooh, I'll have one. I can't wait to see this. Or you turn into a heist, okay? So it's like the guy with the camera comes, hey, can I get a photo of you too? And you say, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I thought there was no publicity here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you look at Yao and you're like, are you okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> I like this much better. Or my diamond necklace. <laughs> I don't own one. <laughs> that makes sense. Because like only like a really, really famous person would turn it down. Yeah. And then Yao Is that true? Like, You're sorry, at the I'm gala. Not, yeah, I'm not doing pictures right now. Like, hey, can you talk to my agent kind of deal? Oh. And then Yao Ming's going to be like, damn, who is this girl? Yao Ming's probably just head empty. <laughs> not even. <laughs> but you're coming now. I would like to. It, it, we, we talked about this way too much for you to not come at this point. All right. Tune in next week or on Jody's stream on Friday. Actually, you can probably talk about this tomorrow once you've done it. But podcast listener, once you hear this, go to Jody's stream and ask, how was that after party with oh Yao God. Ming? I have to go. You have, have to go. To go. <laughs> I'm peer pressured in. Um, but yeah. That should be fun. And that's the perfect segue to our Shang-Chi segment oh. of the week. Of the week? We talk about this weekly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. You haven't seen our podcast. I have. I have not gotten to the, to the segment. Okay. Well, it's in every. Yeah, I haven't watched all of them. Every week. Okay, I have seen the beginnings because my attention span is short. That's okay. Well, it's the Shang-Chi segment of the week. Woo! It's Shang-Chi time, everybody. That's the Shang-Chi 2 segment. He does all the jingles himself. Wow, this is your dream. This is your absolute dream. Yes, this is most my this is my most immediate, spontaneous, short-term goal I've ever had. So what are you doing to obtain the goal? Other than tweeting at him. What more can I do? Have your people talk to some people who talk to those people and then get in. Pokimane was in fog. Free guy. Free guy. Free guy. Yeah. And Simu Liu follows Pokemon. <clears throat> but here's the thing. I'm, I don't have to impress Simu Liu. I have to impress the director. Because the actor doesn't make the call of who gets to be it's an true. extra. It's the director. But the director's probably not the one going through like, oh, this guy would be good it's for true. the background. It's the director's, casting director's, extra director. So I need to reach the extra yeah. Director. Yeah, you gotta talk to some people. The fact that you don't even know who those individuals are. What are their names? You don't want a bad enough toast. Oh, fuck. She's right. I need to find out who's the casting director. So I have something to bring to the Shang-Chi segment today, too. He's got to weigh in. Hit me with it, bro. So do you know the director's name? Daniel Cratton. Yes. So a friend of mine, I, I realized this recently. Daniel or Destin? Destin Cratton. Fuck. Destin Cretton, cut it out. I That's the sh- <laughs> um, was his teacher, like film school teacher, mm-hmm. growing up, and he's still very close with him. Okay, so we are one degree of separation away from the director now. He's close enough where like he he could make some sort of ask of some sort, but I feel like it would be weird at this point. We need a yes. better strategy. Yes, but that is on the table. This is everything. That's your in. <sighs> Have you taken acting lessons? Well, I don't want to act. I want to be an extra. Why? Because acting is too much work. And I'm afraid to go after something where I might fail that. You want to talk about it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I have a fear of failure. Like when I first started streaming, I told nobody. Because it's like, it's embarrassing if I don't make it. Oh. Back to Shang-Chi though. I think if I just talk about it enough... Maybe you know, someone, like manifested yeah, into someone the at Shang-Chi would be like, yo, we can just put this kid in the background and he's going to be so happy and he's going to tell all his fans to watch it. It's free publicity. Yeah. You should make an entire YouTube video of why you should be an extra in this movie. Because I'm famous. Um, what? It could, okay, it could dial down to that, but you should definitely make a video. I talk about this. And then, oh, what you should do is you should show, you should create yourself being an extra. You should create a scene where in your coffee shop, you just bring someone their coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Or you just like, you're, you're in a classroom and you're banging up the chalkboard things, you know? How? Like this, this, like a variety of extras, right? This like literally in the background, half a second shot kind of deal. There's a, hey, coffee kind of deal. And there's something like speaking role, like, uh, just like, whoa, wow, kind of deal. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want, ideally, the wow kind. It's like where it's just like, whoa, damn. So it would be a featured extra. Is that a featured extra? That's what I think it's a featured extra, yeah. Uh What is an example of, like, who would I, what movie has a featured extra? 
Uh, well, you've seen Shang-Chi, right? Do you know the bus fight scene? Yes. And there's a guy recording. Okay. See, nobody remembers what's, the what's your favorite? What's your favorite movie? The Last Samurai. Really? Okay. I love that movie. It makes me cry every time. That's the, one, that's the one with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And he saves Japan. Isn't that a cultural <laughs> appropriation? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen it? No. No. No, because it's offensive. I Why is a white guy saving Japan? <laughs> he actually comes to really appreciate the culture, might I add. <laughs> <laughs> but the feature actor is just someone with a speaking... Yeah, I think it's like someone... Like, you'd be in a different... Like, all of the extras are, like, kind of herded. Mm. Oh, and, and like then, cattle. And then you'd be in a separate, like, where's our featured extra? Okay, we need him in the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that should be you. That sounds good. That's like... Your t- YouTube title is Why I Should Be a Featured Extra in Shang-Chi 2. <clears throat> That's a lot of pressure, man. I think I'm okay with being an extra. But Shang-Chi 2 did get announced recently. Yeah. So, um, usually it takes four years to get a movie made, so... I got at least a couple of years before they need extras because th- those come near the end, right? You got to do the writing, the script, the yeah, production. Yeah. You got some time. I got some time. So to, what are you doing in the meantime? To- I'm going to learn to stand in the background inconspicuously, but noticeably enough so that when people see it, they'll be like, oh my God, that's toast kind of deal. You should just be an extra in a bunch of movies. Wait, you should just get signed to an agency. Can I get extra work right now? Good, yeah. Yeah, you could, you could, you could start being an extra. Yes. And then when you show your resume, look, I've been an extra here. I gave this guy coffee. Like I did this. Hmm. Do people look at extras' resume of the extras' abilities? Okay. Th- okay. I, this brings up a funny. I I was casting for a short film once, and um, this guy came in. When you're casting like short films, like when you're a student, you can't hire SAG because you can't pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, But SAG people will always show up just because they like to audition, I guess. I'm not sure. Um, Or they think, like, maybe we can fudge it or whatever. And uh, this one guy showed up and gave us his resume. And he's like, I'm SAG. Is that okay? And we're like, "Uh, not really. And we looked at the resume, and all of his work is only extra work. So it's like, why do you think anyone's going to hire you to act as the lead if you've only done extra work Mm -hmm. and you're demanding, like, the, the pay rate of, like, a SAG extra? So I would recommend you do your extra work just to get a, a sense of things, but you don't like, don't make a resume. Don't do anything like that. Cause then you're like, you're, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be casual. I'd be worried if I showed up with the other extras and they'd be like, oh my God, this guy's toast. What are you doing here? I have to explain to them. It's like, yeah, I'm here because I want to be an extra in Shang-Chi too. So now I'm an extra in this show. Do you audition for extra or do you just say yes or no? I, don't, I, don't I thought audition. it was more like if you are assigned to an agency or anything like that, they're like, hey, we need an extra for this, for the scene, pays this much. If you are in, deal's yours. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know. I've never been an extra. I think it's different depending on the, the production, but normally like, like there's companies that just like bring extras. So like your, your name's on a list and they have like a whole list of people who are just down to be extras. And they're like, all right, uh, we need a hundred. And then they're all right. They email 100 people. You're showing up at this date here. That seems pretty easy to do. Yeah. All right, you want to do be an extra with me? Would you do it? I would do it, but I'm not allowed. It's your dream. 
Okay, if if they have room for both of us, I'll allow it. Wow, that's really kind of you. Yeah, we'll both be All right. experts. I'll remember this. this. is on. You know, if you get the opportunity, I have to be there. Yes, but you can't <laughs> be in it without me. Deal. Deal? Deal. So they say, oh, Jody, we have a role for you. You can be a featured extra in Shang-Chi too. You have two lines. And you ask, what about Tilt? And they say, oh, he didn't make the cut. I would not. No, you should, you should take it. I won't. I, I can't, I can't, no, you should take it. I you, won't. No, you have to take it from me. <laughs> okay, no, no. I'll wear, I'll wear your, your disguised toast mask <laughs> and I'll no, no. say the lines. You do it and do such a good job that they promote you to a supporting character in Shang-Chi 3. <laughs> and then, and then you bring me in. <laughs> We're the long con. <laughs> we have a plan. All right, chat. Sorry, chat. I've been streaming too much on Twitch. I called the watches chat. All right, viewers, that's it for the Shang-Chi segment of the week. Hope you enjoyed that. I can't believe we do this weekly. Yeah, no, it's, it's a recurring thing. I hope that you become an extra. I really do. Where's Aquafina? Huh? We said we are in contact with someone who someone knows her. We can ask her again at the gala, maybe? Yeah, maybe we'll run into her. I'll bump you into her. I'll push you on accident. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. No, no, oh no, my you gosh, push you? her and I catch her. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what in the <laughs> you push her and run away and wink. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it much better for me. I don't want to be the one bumping okay, into her. Okay, okay, okay. You, I bump her. Mm -hmm. You push me. No, I, I just run into her. Her drink spills all over. You yeah. have napkins. Ready. I need you to shove her to the ground <laughs> so I can catch her before okay. she falls. Okay. This is a lawsuit waiting <laughs> to happen. <laughs> all right, we have a plan. Go get ready, Yvonne. I'm already ready. Go put on your dress. I'm, I, it takes me like two seconds to put, how long does it take, do you think it takes to put on a dress? Yvonne, Yvonne, please, we're recording a podcast. Oh no, I, here she comes. Here I am, your favorite segment. Every There's time no Yvonne <laughs> segment. It's in the row. <laughs> Uh, consecutive yeah. weeks. Hello, guys. It's here. Okay, She's almost it. as consistent as our Shang-Chi segment. See? Unfortunately. Ask your question, Yvonne. Just ask your fucking question. Well, I wasn't going to ask anything. Why does it say podcast XC? That's no <laughs> Roman numerals, you illiterate <laughs> fuck. You oh just God. spit all over my computer. You can't hear. You can't read. You spit on Broden. <laughs> what do you want? Your dress isn't even on. Get oh ready, Get out of here, you're ruining the podcast for the listeners. Oh god, the click off rate at this point of the podcast is gonna be so high, bro. Oh wow, this is like audience retention. Oh my god, this is gonna be the litest podcast yet. The ratings are gonna go through the roof. You guys ever look at ratings for our podcast? You're fine. Huh? Get out of here. Get out of here. Get Can I just eat? Okay, you can eat. Don't spit up anymore, eh? Hey, fuck you guys. Stop spitting on Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wipe laugh. it off. You're, you're leaning over Broden on purpose. You're trying to spit on him. I wanna spit on you. I'm gonna try to spit on you. I gotta spit on you. Yeah. All right. Weekly viewer questions. Every week we pick two questions from the thread on our R. Offline TV subreddit. And this week, would you say you're an expert advice giver? No. 
Perfect. Illiterate engineering. What is the one cringe thing you've done long ago that you can't forget? I was just thinking about this today while I was getting ready. We had, you know, like the stupid icebreakers or like tell a fun fact about yourself. I could not come up with anything. It was before I streamed. I had, I feel like I just don't really have a personality that I'm able to like, just be like, have a fun fact. Mm -hmm. And so it came around and I was like, I'm Chinese, half Chinese, half Norwegian. And it was really embarrassing. And the entire class was like, and my professor laughed at me. She's like, huh, okay. I was like, I want to die. It's probably not the cringiest thing, but it, I thought it about it today. Because like, everyone's like, oh, I like to do this. Yes, yeah, so they're like, I professionally ski. I blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. And you boiled it down to your racial yeah. identity. But I did it because my mom, when I was growing up, was always just like, Jody, you're Chiwegian. That's so cool. And so I thought it was really cool. You should have said that. <laughs> no. Said, I'm Chiwegian. <laughs> <laughs> and then I grew up and I was like, mom, it's not that cool. No, that is pretty cringe. Yeah. Um, Are you not going to answer the questions? It was only for me. I don't get to know your most cringe. <laughs> one cringe thing I've done. Every uh, day. <laughs> cringe? I do a lot of cringe things, but for content. Um, one memory that sticks out, it's not necessarily cringe, but more just, I told a girl that I had a crush on her. We went out and she did. Okay, this bitch let me on, first of all. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. If you're watching this, fuck you. <laughs> we went to watch a horror movie. And during the horror movie, she did that thing where she like grabbed my arm and was like, ooh, and then nuzzled her head against my shoulder. And I thought, okay, that's a, that's a positive sign. So after we watch the movie and I'm walking her back to campus, I'm like, yeah, you know, I am into you. And she hit me with, oh, oh no. And then it was like, yeah, I just don't feel that way with you. And I remember, I just, I, I, I remember it so vividly because it's like, you fucking bitch. If you didn't like me, why are you giving all the wrong signal? You just wanted attention. And I asked her best friend too. It's like, was she leading me on? And even her best friend was like, yeah, she was. Okay. So I hope What's your her name. Her name? No, name drop her. I can't, but she's. <laughs> Which explains everything. <laughs> what? 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 Sorry. So we put that one out. Do we have to keep that in? Yeah. When you when you bleep that bleep that part, we'll let them guess the race. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. I can't believe she replied. Oh no. Yeah. That's like. It's like what were you expecting, yeah. huh? Were you shocked that we went out on a? date and you grab my arm and like i would be interested in you because we hang out all the time huh was that so surprising that you had to say oh no yeah no i understand i'm listening and then she later um went out with this really preppy half white half asian dude that was a total fucking square like he showed up with his polo tucked into his khaki shorts kind of square were you watching <laughs> <laughs> No, I just saw them together. I'm like, just saw them together. <laughs> <laughs> what did he have that I thought? Um, so yeah, I remember cringing. Um, oh, here's another cringe thing. <laughs> a girl wouldn't reply to my messages, and normally 
someone more socially aware would get the hint. So I went to her campus uh, dorm and she lives on the first floor. So the ground floor, I just knocked on her window. <laughs> that is really cringe. No. I thought I was being romantic, but I was being kind of creepy and stalkerish. Cause she was ghosting me on purpose. Cause she wasn't. Yeah. 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 But I, I thought she just didn't see, didn't my, see him. Yeah. yeah. No, understandable. <laughs> yeah. She, she told me, yeah, I'm not interested in you. Yeah. I message received, but she was just ghosting me. And so I was like, Hey, you home? Wait, hey, did you have a prior relationship with her? Uh, or like you just were, you didn't know her. Uh, we were friends. <clears throat> oh, then honest. I mean, you could go either way. Well, the way I did it was kind of, it was like, like, what the fuck? It's 3 a.m. Who's at my window? Yeah, like, kind of like that kind of deal. Um, you so. should have brought a boombox. Just kidding. Don't. Nobody go to anybody's house late at night. Don't knock on their window. It was one of those things that in your head, oh, this is so romantic. Yeah. This, yeah. But no, it's just, it's just creepy. I have a guy in my DMs. It reminds me. He asks me like every day since I think April or something. He's like, do you want anything from Arby's? Like, I'm going to Arby's. Do you want anything from Arby's? He's resilient like do you know this person no he just wants to but know. i find it kind of comforting i'm like i don't but i'm not gonna reply because you've been messaging me for so long but thanks for asking he's gonna see this podcast and he's gonna ask if you want anything from arby's for the rest of his life i like that we we can have this <laughs> mutual relationship where you know i see it i don't want anything but you can ask wow i kind of hope that like one day you notice he doesn't and you respond like no arby's today <laughs> Yeah. I actually don't know if it's every day. It's at least like, it's pretty consistent. What about you, Broden? Do anything cringe? I don't, my memory doesn't like keep that. I'm sure I did and I definitely have, mm-hmm. but nothing readily accessible. It's funny, I'm the same way and then I remembered it today and I, it's kind of like plaguing my mind and then the fact that you answer, uh, asked this, I was like, oh, fuck. Perfect time. <laughs> Yvonne, I would have asked you, but we don't have... I know what you're going to say uh, already. I don't have an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, they do that. Or there's too many to name. You do something cringe every day. Oh, so you're projecting. Oh, she, <laughs> hardcore defense. No, no, I knew, I knew when it comes, came to me, you were going to use Yvonne, it to play Yvonne, maybe me. if you weren't cringe all the time, that? you wouldn't be so defensive. All what right. Say, huh? Next question. Jojo asks, what is an animal that you think you can barely beat in hand-to-hand combat? Barely, but I can. Yeah. I've thought about that. I think it's easy to kill a dog. But that's barely. You think a dog would have a chance of killing you? Nah, true. It would be pretty easy wait, to kill okay, a dog. Wait, okay, wait, sorry. When we say beat hand to hand, does that mean I'm killing it? Yeah. Or does you, that mean like I've just asserted dominance is no longer I feel like with people. animals, it's like fight to the death. Okay, kind of yeah, deal. okay. What could I fight to the death, but I will be <laughs> fucked up? Probably. How about a cheetah? No way. We, there's no way. I can't even make my bed without snapping a nail. There's no way that I could beat a cheetah. I was thinking like a wolf. There's no fucking way. I'd wolf be dead. Seems, yeah, they, yeah. Like, their jaw strength. Is wolves kill well, Don't you think a cheetah's jaw strength is I think awesome? a cheetah would be fast but frail. I see what you mean. Like yeah. It's like if you had to put one point, you know, it's like yeah. balance. Okay. He's very high in agility. <clears throat> oh, so if you did like a good counter punch as it strikes, you could like take it yeah. down. Yeah. Or I just poke its eyes out. A wolf feels like he's just going to overpower <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know if I could overpower many animals other than the obvious ones. I'm afraid to fight monkeys. Those guys are vicious. Dude, they would just be all hands. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. One on one though? You think you could? A monkey? Yeah. What about like a baboon? We would 
all collectively be fucked by a baboon. By a single baboon. This is a perfect time for like, me to... Like, I think baboons are... Aren't they known as, like, one of the most aggressive? Yeah. We would be fucked. Also, look at the fangs. It's sharp. But they're so, like... They, they are smaller than this. Dude, I don't know. What animal could... I, if you got some good kicks in, I think you could take a baboon. But if you don't know good, like, kicking... Yeah. I think baboon... <laughs> What is a me- I could probably fuck up a medium-sized, like, jungle cat. What about kangaroo? No. Have you seen? Yeah, they're jacked. All- Dude, they're jacked. I've also, like, when I used to go on Reddit a lot, there's just random <laughs> videos of people fighting kangaroos, and they're getting their shit rocked. Yeah. Biceps. <laughs> I don't know how they get that much strength in their arms. Wait, yeah, because they're all using all their legs. I yeah, it's legs and tail, but their arms are also fucking jacked. Maybe it is Photoshop because it's the only photo like it. No, no, no. I've seen a lot. Like, like, look at that, guy. No, what is he using Dude. his shoulders for? Yeah, holy shit. One kick, I would be knocked out. Yeah. I don't think there's many animals that I could really, like, finish to the death other than the obvious ones. You could, like, you could take out a pig. About a hog, Do I like have a an log? item? Like a no, knife? You're using no. Your fist. no. How am I gonna kill a pig? You gotta choke it out or something. I yeah. imagine a lot you of things. Just... Do you know how big pigs are? My and how to... powerful they are? The strategy will always just to be go for the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as humans, we have a lot of coordination. We can stick our hands in their eyes. They can't do that to us. You're right. You do speak back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that would be like against a pig, it's easy. You get on it and you just start plucking. But with a tiger, they'll shake you off and it'll bite at you. We're dying yeah. to. Ti- I think we. I would be fucked up by a pig. I wouldn't even know how to kill a pig. Like I don't even know how to. There's just no way. A coyote. Oh my god. Maybe that's above actually, a dog and less than a wolf. I actually think that I could probably fuck up by coyote. I think so too. Like it will take a lot out of you, but it would be But you would barely get away. Barely win. I think so too. I agree. Coyote final answer. Yeah. I like this image of me and Tosh just fucking <laughs> up some coyotes. <laughs> just absolutely barbarian. What about fox? Yeah. yeah well, a fox are like way smaller than coyotes, right? Yeah. Coyote, but above that, it's a wolf, which is too much. Yeah. Yeah. We know our strength. Coyote. We're humble. What about you, Broden? <laughs> I mean, yeah, coyote seems like a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Seems like the good answer all around. But do you think a more like stronger human, like let's say a UFC fighter, what's the best animal they can take on? And now I feel like it's wolf. Are, it's not are we bear. training? Are we training? Or is this just like... Uh oh, we're in it. I think we're. It's like uh oh, we're in it. I think well, it is yeah, as you are it. right now. Because like I think a UFC fighter who like trains against like alligator techniques could take down a crocodile or an alligator. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like all right, put him in the ring. You think know. UFC fighter can take a wolf? I think he could. Yeah. Oh. What's UFC? It's like professional fighters. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That are <laughs> just like beat the shit out of the other guy. I think they could take a wolf. You think they can take a wolf? One, that would be a great show. I think they know pain, okay? They're familiar with it. Like, mm-hmm. the wolf would bite them. And be like, oh, but they would, like, be able to fight back. Mm-hmm. And I think that they have the sheer strength to choke out a wolf. I hope society evolves enough that we can watch man take on animal on TV and not have it be, a, like, a big deal. 
<laughs> That's Peta is immediately saying <laughs> flag him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> because like in, in TV shows and movies, like society evolves so much that they look for entertainment in like yes. the Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. But before the Hunger Games, you know their first prototype was man versus wolf. Man versus bear. I mean, that's back to like the Roman Colosseum. It's like, yeah. can this dude take down a lion? <laughs> yeah. We bring that back. Okay. Yeah. Because right now, if you do it, it's like, oh, animal cruelty. Yeah, whatever. But society's yeah, going to evolve. <laughs> We're going to get bored. Everyone's going to have so much money. Like, there's going to be overpopulation that our entertainment will go back to the olden days and it's man versus beast. Okay. Would you still be entertained if the fight was simulated? but hyper-realistic. No. So you have to know that life is on the line. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I, I don't think that ever happens unless we develop chips or something that the animals can give consent. <laughs> but would you watch it? Who's fighting to the death? They're like, yeah, fuck it, bro. I'll give a fuck about life, <laughs> but let's go. Who, what human... It's gonna be like there yeah, will you know be what? humans who yeah. want to do it. That's also part prisoners. of the entertainment. Yeah. Also prisoners. Also prisoners who are doing life, and we're like, hey, if you kill this wolf, we'll send yo, we got this new Netflix original. You want to show up? You want to pull up? It's like, do I want to spend my like? You will get people who agree. It's true. I was thinking, like, honestly, there are people who would get fame from it, yeah. and so they would risk it. Yeah, and they would be overconfident, and that would be so good to see when they get their like neck chomped off. Would you watch that? I don't know. Let's say it was legal. I don't really like watching people die, so I don't know if I would watch it. How about you, Broden? Would I watch it? Yeah. I'd watch a couple episodes. Definitely the pilot. The pilot's yeah, going to be incredible. Sure. Yeah. It's going to do such good numbers. But um, society's not ready for that kind of conversation. And that brings <laughs> an end to this week's podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me. And thank you, Joy Jody. Jody's. For joining us today. Really? It was great to be here. Great um, topic to end on. Yeah. <clears throat> we talked about everything. A little bit of everything. Yep. Valorant, sexism, man versus beast. <laughs> Pretty much all the same and things. And Shang-Chi. <laughs> That's all we need to talk about. And everyone look forward to Jody's stream tomorrow when she talks about how she pushed Aquafina and met Yao Ming Dude, on this day. Dude, I'm going to be on the news. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for watching.